Hello. Hello. And welcome to your favorite podcast, The Matcha Diaries, with Kara and Leo. <laughs> that was definitely one of our uh, worst intros but it's okay whatever i'm so used to it being <laughs> so used to it being bad i don't even i'm not even surprised by it anymore it'd be strange if it was good you know i think that I would know. be more shocking it's the fact that we don't have like a plan of who says what so yeah we try, like, to, <laughs> we try and know who's saying what and the, like the delays don't help <laughs> like the lags of the call so but it is what it is we will record some episode in per- do you feel like i'm jinxing it if i say on the pod every time i've said it in person like on the pod it hasn't come true. <laughs> I mean, let's manifest it into the universe. Okay, hopefully not the next two episodes, but then afterwards we'll have some in person because I am fingers crossed manifesting <laughs> that I will be staying at Kara's for a couple of days next week. Yes, but also another girl is coming over. So it'll be funny if we were just recording and she's there like... Mm. Well, she can join. She can join our recording. That's true. We can do a fun little girls... Girls, girls chat episode. we can do it with like wine and stuff you know oh my god wait sh- i can make like my, one of my famous cheese boards oh my god and, like, please infamous little wine night Cara's infamous. infamous cheese boards but with no meats on it sorry guys nope veggie veggie nope. only all the way veggie queens okay but yeah that would be fun then we can do an in-person episode but yes let's do we're it. not at the moment do you want to say what we're doing in this episode yes okay so basically we were kind of like brainstorming topics in terms of like oh what are we gonna what are we going to talk about? We want to have something where we have like some audience audience participation in terms of like, you know, <laughs> your guys' input. So yeah. one of the topics, I think it even was like maybe one of the suggestions that somebody submitted when we'd asked for something, um, when we'd asked for ideas a couple months ago. And we really liked the topic because I think it'd been just like, I mean, it's kind of like a constant thing, not on our minds, but it's like always like in the background, right? Of like everything you do. Mm. So we wanted to, and we've never talked about it on the pod. With every episode, I feel like there's always something like, oh, but we do this because... Ah. Exactly. Well, it's going to make more sense when you explain. <laughs> Which is kind of the thing. Like, it's it's so underlying and probably like most of the issues everyone faces. Yeah, and so exactly. hard to detangle from what are your actual thoughts and desires and wants and fears and what is societal expectations, which is, or societal pressures, which is exactly what the topic of today's episode is. So... We kind of just asked mm-hmm. on our Instagram of like, first of all, like, have you ever done something, you know, because of societal expectations? And I think, I don't know, Car, if you can maybe look at the... Yeah, let me, sorry guys, let me just pull up <laughs> our stats. <laughs> We're screen sharing again. It was 95% of people that answered our poll said hell yes to ever feeling influenced by societal expectations that is a hell of a lot and then only five percent said nah which i'm like i want to message you and be like what happened yes to teach us your ways because that's kind of what we want to live by right like to not feel pressured yeah exactly to do anything because anyone says it so but then i think so often like i know i'm outing him here but i know that my boyfriend is one of the people who said nah and i know that he is like he's very much does what he wants and stuff like that so Did you ask him why he said no no like, i actually didn't i i just sent him a screenshot and was like predictable because i knew he was gonna say no <laughs> <laughs> um but i i feel like so many career choices and stuff like that even that without even realizing is probably influenced by societal expectations like if yeah. we had no societal expectations none of us would want to go into a nine-to-five job like you can't tell me that we'd want to do that you know, so you That's might so you true. might think that you're choosing your own career path, but 
the fact that we even like go to university and then look for a job that's only a path that we go down because that's like what society has laid out for us and we like grow up with thinking that that's like the norm or even Mm -hmm. just like wanting to have a family life or wanting to get married like yeah I guess it's also just like the way we live right like you feel pressured to do it because without it like you'll struggle to live you know so that's like in itself like pressure societal pressure for survival if that makes sense exactly like it'd be well obviously some people can do it but it's obviously a lot harder if you want to go against mm. the grain. Yeah, exactly. I feel like you still could, but like um, a friend's sister of mine, she just like lives her life. Like she went to uni, but then kind of decided that actually like that path wasn't for her. And yeah. she went, like she just lives on an island now and like works as like a waitressing job to to pay the bills. But really like what she spends her most of her free time doing is like surfing, having fun with her friends, living her life. And it's not even like, you know, it's not like she is making money on social media or anything like that like she literally just lives her life and she works to pay the necessary bills to to live the life that she wants which I feel like is actually really abnormal nowadays in a weird way you know and even you know there's that certain instinct which like makes and I was talking about this with my friend who was like she wanted almost to tell her her sister like but don't you feel like you're throwing away your uni degree and whatever you know it's all of these things Mm. which like have been ingrained in our brains of like oh but you should be making something out of yourself and you shouldn't be wasting time and it's like where does that narrative even come from like who does who says that that's not the way that that that's not exactly what we're meant to do living in the moment yeah i'd be so curious to know her the hardships though that your friend's sister goes through like i kind of want to know like the pros and cons of it yeah but because i think it's easy apparently she just loves it she does yeah that's amazing because i mean When, it, when you say it like that, it sounds so simple. Like, fucking drop everything and, like, do whatever the fuck you want to do, you know? Because I feel like... Sorry, I'm cursing so much. <laughs> um, it just... And I... Oh, my God. I read this article online, which kind of also bugged me. It was, like, why the, why the Gen Z... It was some sort of... I don't remember the title, but it was something about, like, Gen Zs don't want to work. And it was, like, something about, like, Gen Zs are promoting, like, quitting your jobs and not working and blah, blah blah and why that's like harmful and it's like why like just because we've just seen like how much it's ruined for so many generations before us and like what has yeah. it actually accomplished like our world is literally in shambles like <laughs> people have I literally mentioned this in my in the hustle culture oh. episode that I did I mentioned like the anti-hustle culture movement mm-hmm. where like a lot of gen z's are kind of against that whole like oh nine to five and more prioritizing basically like how they define success yeah and not feeling pressured to do something because of that so and I think COVID like literally people having to work from home and like have more time to be more flexible and like actually do what they love has really like sparked that movement of being like okay let's prioritize our well-being because that's more important yeah it's so true and then I, I really just disagree with that notion of like Gen Z's are lazy or I mean before that it was millennials are lazy like I think we're the generations who have the most like side hustles and like feel like we need to do the most, you know, if you feel like if you're mm-hmm. just doing your nine to five, you're almost not doing enough, you know, I feel yeah. like, and we're challenging the norms, like let's not just do something because that's what's expected of us. Yeah, I think exactly. that's why there's so much growth in so many other areas as well, like all the things that were the way they were that are now backwards. Well, the reason why it's ba- we think it's backwards is because we're actually pushing ourselves to think differently you know yeah if we chose to just accept things the way they are we would never progress in society in society i very much agree (laughs) 
Should we move on to the highs and lows? Yeah, that was so funny. Like, I don't know how we just got into that. But yeah, let's quickly do our highs and lows and then get into... This is what happens when I'm like, shall I do a quick intro to what the topic of the episode is? And then and then Leah just says the whole episode. And that's like, thanks, ah! right. See you next week. <laughs> Bye. Hello. Okay, Kara, what were your highs and lows this week? Okay, I haven't really thought of them. So I'm gonna see whatever comes out of my mouth, to be honest. Go on. So I think... Okay, I'm going to start with my low because I think I've, I know that more than my high, <laughs> which is really sad. But I've just noticed recently that I've been a lot more anxious about smaller things that never I never used to get anxious about. Mm. Whether it's like getting, like being late for a train or like plans coming up and like me having to. So for example, I'm going to Lancaster next week. Um for Ed's graduation and like usually I'm fine with things like that but my brain for some reason is getting anxious about the small like okay you need to pack Mm. like you need to make sure you have everything um we have enough time to drive up there like little things that are that usually I'm fine with for some reason I've been getting like more anxious about and I think I don't know if it's because I don't do things like that that often so it's like that new like a quick last minute road trip you know like that's I don't know if it's like new to my body but I've just noticed I've been getting a bit anxious yeah about random things like I was in the car with Ed yesterday and we were driving literally driving to Reading to go shopping and I, I was just sitting in the car and I was like I feel anxious and I don't know why like there's not nothing that is making me anxious but I just feel it mm. so that's my low I don't really understand it stay tuned <laughs> <laughs> for me to figure out why I'm like this but yeah, I'm at least I'm conscious and like I'm aware of it and I'm like I'm not ignoring it. So if if it becomes where it's like properly affecting my day to day, then I'm gonna like do something about it. You know? Can I send you a screenshot of a meme that I saw? That because a meme. So <laughs> well, it's related to this. I'm not just saying this like completely out of context. <laughs> Kara talks about anxiety. Leo's like, can I send you a meme? It's like totally funny. <laughs> so basically, I felt exactly the same way. Like a couple like I would say not last mm, like last weekend kind of vibe I was like getting getting anxious about like tiny transitions kind of thing of like oh I have to make my train tomorrow morning and then I have to pack before my business trip and stuff like that like things were like Mm. I honestly I know it will be fine you know I know yeah but I and then I saw this meme and I feel like it's exactly that basically it's not a meme it's just like a quote and just as like do you ever cry and you think it's because your hair is oily or you feel ugly, but then you realize it's actually six big massive things happening in your life, but you actually convince yourself <laughs> you're crying because you got a medium instead of large chips in your food delivery. No, that's so true. Don't you, like, I just feel like it's because there's big things going on or like transitional phases or other things are like on your mind, but you almost can't confront those so your brain is like freaking yeah, so you, like, out about yeah small things about the little things so that you like your brain is like okay let's worry about these you know which you're like why am that's I worrying so about this like I know I can do it when like usually you, exactly when like usually it's not something you worry about that's that's such a good idea to be fair I might sit down and just like just try like pinpoint yeah <laughs> what are actual things that I'm, are overwhelming me because I think at the moment I'm just like these little things that I'm usually fine with yeah are making me feel so paranoid and I'm like I don't know why I feel like this yeah but yeah maybe there's some like more big bigger picture things you know yeah maybe just life's pressures and societal pressures which we'll get into anyway (laughs) but in terms of highs um i feel like i can say greece though right because i haven't recorded well yeah yeah i haven't recorded since i've been to greece so it was my high last week going to greece and now it's my high (laughs) that like it happened and it actually went really well 
um and saw some family it looked beautiful and the wedding was it, the wedding was honestly so nice and it was just i think it was the first holiday in a while because it's the first holiday i think in two years where i haven't besides paris where i haven't gone home so it actually mm-hmm. felt like a trip away yeah so i could properly like distract myself and i really i genuinely did not think of work Aww. whatsoever and i just like switched off and it was just good good vibes so that was my high and i've come back i know people are in the uk are hating the weather right now but for me like even though it is hot and like really bad Do you I'm, like I'm it I'm, I'm glad i'm coming to warm weather rather than like a trip in greece where i was like on at the pool and beach coming to rain does that make sense like i'm happy that it's not that miserable weather at the moment but i am excited there's a storm coming where it's supposed to be like raining (gasps) but like still kind of warm and i'm really looking forward to that never thought i'd look forward to a storm for everyone in the uk that looks outside and like you can see the parks are literally dead like the grass is so dead it's so bad we just i think we just need a bit of rain so it's crazy the grass is quite literally yellow i just think the uk is so (laughs) unequipped i don't think i don't know if these are like record temperatures but i feel like they would be i think it is i saw this thing on social media where i was like these temperatures were predicted by the bbc to happen like in 2050 (laughs) and it's literally 2020 summer 2022 summer and we having like 40 degrees on monday yeah it is a bit worrying to say the least but yeah at least it is warm <laughs> i feel like we we can always complain about whether it's cold or hot so like we might as well just try be positive about that is a good attitude to have that is a good attitude to Let's have just be positive oh my god okay then Queen. what are your highs and lows leo so okay what do i start with i'm also gonna start with a low just to you know keep up with the trends Follow in your footsteps. <laughs> what can I say? I'm an influencer. God, you are. Such a trendsetter. <laughs> um, I think my low is just that, and I knew this going into it, which still didn't make it easier. I, I knew that this month was going to be very like transitional period and I knew it was going to be quite hectic because I am moving house. What was supposed to be next week, which is now going to be in two weeks, which is a whole other story in yeah, itself. Yeah, Leo's had a <laughs> proper horror story. <laughs> um, yeah, maybe I'll maybe I can give a a quick summary of that story after our highs and lows. But yeah, so it's it's moving. It's I have because of the moving thing. I have friends staying with me with like all of their boxes before we move into the new house, which is obviously not bad. Like I love having my friends here. It just means that obviously it's less quiet time. Everything is very messy, very chaotic. Um, and then I had a business trip last week and then I'm going to Greece next week and then I'm going to go to Italy like two weeks after and I've, so all, and I want to reiterate, this is like not bad things happening at all, you know, like all of the Mm. things that have been happening and are happening are like really good, exciting things. It's just a lot, like it's just a lot of things (laughs) happening. So I'm just trying to figure out a way how to like, stay calm and not get overwhelmed and I think just like try I need to really try and find like my pockets of peace within all the chaos and within all the like socializing and exciting things happening so yeah I think it's so normal though to get like even when it even though it is good things like even for me like going up to see like as graduation like coming back from Greece and like having my my mom over like obviously those things are exciting and they're good but I think it's normal or it shouldn't be looked down upon if you're feeling a bit anxious or stressed about that, like, yeah. it doesn't mean you're ungrateful, you know? It just means that you're 
feeling overwhelmed and I think that's fine yeah I think I was like to feel that way yeah I feel a lot better now last weekend like I said that was I was getting quite overwhelmed I lost my oh another addition to the phone saga I managed to leave my phone in the uber (laughs) (laughs) and then like didn't have my phone proceeded to not have my phone for like 24 hours and I like cried about like losing my phone because at this point I didn't know whether I was going to get it back and stuff like that and I whilst I was crying I was like I know I'm not crying about the phone like I know it you know I know yeah. I was freaking out about like everything else because I'd already been like so you you left your phone in the uber yeah 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 yeah. I left my phone in the uber <laughs> guys literally I was at the wedding reception <laughs> and I get like a phone call from Italy because Marco <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was Marco yeah, yeah. phoning me and I was literally like who the f- like I'm, oh, what are scammers doing like I'm in the middle of the wedding why is some <laughs> random person from, from Italy calling me and then I get messages from Marco and I was like literally the reception like she's gonna walk down the aisle in five minutes I cannot be on my phone and then like I was stressed because I think there was a whole I don't even know what like, you needed a code from me because it was lin- linked to our yeah. Match diaries yeah I was trying email. to get into my gmail to log into my uber so that I could contact the driver and it wouldn't let me oh my me, god it was so chaotic and, I, and it wouldn't <laughs> let me it didn't work in the end either so I was trying to like log into uber it didn't no it didn't because then and then it because the code i think it had resent so it didn't work but yeah so i was like trying to log into google and it was saying that it was going to send an email to match diaries which obviously i didn't have access to because like my phone was gone so i had to message cara but then by the time that like cara sent me the code it had already reset and by that time it had sent a notification to my other phone which was at home and i was like this is not helpful (laughs) i was there just sitting like receiving uh codes in like it was i'm pretty sure it was german like i didn't understand any of the emails um and i was like i just need to send like every code that comes through like send it over and then and then i just didn't get a reply so i was like i'm hoping <laughs> i'm hoping the situation was fine but oh uh, yeah i was just guessing it was i was there. there was the first time that my grandparents met marco and i was just there like the whole time like freaking freaking out and like trying to because i was like then like on the phone to uber help service and then in the end uber help service was extremely unhelpful (laughs) and at some point like the driver like picked up because i kept calling my own phone and then at some point he picked it up and then i could pick it up the next day so i like ubered to the uber driver's house (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it was actually so random but like yeah like obviously it's not the biggest deal again like i knew i was gonna get my phone back at some point but it was it was also mm. so funny because we were in the middle of nowhere because we visited Hever Castle, and then we couldn't obviously order a taxi or anything. None of us had our our physical cards with us because you obviously pay on Apple Pay, so I couldn't pay. And I was like, oh fuck, like I can't even go on a yeah. tube because uh, like the tube because Marco only had his Apple Pay, which you can't pay for things twice. And the train station, we tried to book train tickets, but then, you know, when you're, like, collecting them from the station, it needs the physical card. Oh my gosh, that's honestly so stressful. Makes you realize you should, like, even though everything's going on digital, you should always carry, like, a physical copy of, like, yes. either cash or your credit card or debit card or whatever. Yeah, my grandma had given me some just cash. Just for worst case. So that literally yeah. saved us. <laughs> so that was just a little bit of, um, some everyday drama. Just a little chaos. <laughs> just, yeah, chaos mode. But it was actually fun, because then we went to a boat party, you know? I was like, okay, let me forget my worries and have fun <laughs> with my friends on a boat party. And it was actually lovely. And I didn't have my phone with me, naturally. And it was actually kind of cool because I like could just be like so in the moment. And because Marco was with me, I didn't have to worry about like messaging him or anything, you know? So I think that really helped. That I like, yeah. like I feel so safe, obviously, when he's there. So I could just like relax. I knew he was there. I knew he could get us an Uber when we wanted to go home. And Yeah, it's good that he was there, obviously. Yeah. So, yeah. 
that is oh my high <laughs> do i have a high <laughs> no <laughs> my my high is actually the business trip which i was very surprised by because i was kind of like mm, i wouldn't say dreading it but i was just like it's really bad timing because so much is going on and i'm like trying to pack up my house for the move and everything yeah. but it actually ended up being so fun it was in like it was a kind of like an influencer house so we were there to also create content and then like to ba- not babysit the influencers, but like, you know, kind of. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> like spend time with them a little bit and stuff. And I, was a- I wasn't skeptical about the influencers, but I was just like, okay, how is it going to be? You know, never been part of anything like this. When you don't really know what they're like, it can seem like everyone, like all influencers are in like their own little bubble. Yeah. And, like own different worlds. So I-, I-, I bet it was interesting to like see them and actually like get to know them the the real them that's not what you see online yeah and it was just like the location was great it was like in this like random house which had like a pool and like palm trees like I genuinely didn't feel like I was in England it was mad it looked so tropical (laughs) and we were there just like working under like a kind of sunroof thing every day like I got really close to my colleagues who were there with me as well because they were all they're all like my age so that was really fun the production crew was so nice and the influencers were just they were only there for the last three days but they were so so lovely and, like, for example, the last night we went out with, like, a couple of them, like, two of them. And it was just, it was so nice, but also so inspiring. I spoke to, like, a couple people about, you know, like, how they grew their social media or, you know, what they do with it. And obviously they, for example, a colleague of mine is part influencer, part also does the job at, at Samsung. And <laughs> it's just amazing. Like, I was really inspired by their work ethic and, like, all that they've put into their their like passion project turned real job you know like they make yeah a lot of good money from this thing (laughs) there's a lot that goes into it as well Uh, yeah like you don't realize it's easy to not realize you know yeah and like be blind to definitely so i felt like really inspired but then also first yeah really good to realize that literally everyone is just a normal human like you could have like millions of followers but you're literally just a person at the end of the day you know and i think that's always good to bear in mind and um, especially when there's like this critical culture of like tearing everyone down and nitpicking everything like even the most famous people are literally just humans who have like a number on their profile feelings so yeah I thought that was really interesting and just like honestly like a fun week we were like our hotel was kind of nice so we had like really nice like hotel buffet breakfast every day and oh my god (laughs) that's so cute I feel like especially with all the chaos it was kind of nice to have such a set routine and like be in like mm. this clean environment and everything so positive experience seems like a good distraction as well like yeah. a little escape for a week and then you come back to exactly <laughs> especially because i got like like i wasn't on my phone that much then I, one day i like logged into my back like i clicked back on my phone in the evening and i got like i think it was like 200 missed messages from like my ha- new house group chat and that's when like oh my god we found out that we were supposed to move in on the 19th of july so in two days and basically the letting agents kind of like made a mistake and didn't tell us that actually the house is gonna be it's not gonna be ready till the first of august but all of our leases like my friend's leases have ended already on that they ended on the 12th which is why they were staying with me and mine was ending on the 23rd because i was like that's plenty of time if we're moving into the new house on the 19th so we had we were suddenly left with like a week where we wouldn't have a house and like we were just like oh frick (laughs) so and the letting agents were just like being 
like I feel like you could be so nice about it like they could have just like admitted like oh my god so sorry about the miscommunication like we'll we'll try and you know find a storage unit for you we'll try and like store your boxes for you yeah but just be nice be kind like obviously there's no point playing the blaming game exactly because it's not gonna do anything so you might as well just find a solution all written communication was via email communicating the 19th of July and then the letting agents were then saying that, like, oh, we communicated it on the phone before our offer was accepted. I was but like... But it's on email. So that's even worse. So if they said, like, after those emails, we communicated on the phone, that would be like, okay, fine. But if the fact that they're saying is, like, they told you yeah. the, the move-in date before they then on email said, like, it's so ridiculous. Yeah, one of the girls that I'm moving in with, she, like, phoned the letting agent because they just weren't replying to our emails because they knew that, you know, something had gone wrong. And then she finally got her on the phone and she was like, oh yeah, I also thought it was the 19th. (laughs) And then, but her manager, (laughs) secret, like, she changed our contract for it to say the 1st of August. So she was like, I can't say anything because it's my manager. So then the manager, so that's why we can't really legally do anything because now our contract says 1st of August. Even though we've got... That's, that's literally like (laughs) fraud. I don't even know the word. To, that's like that screams sketchy, illegal. Like and the and I don't the know. and the email that this this manager woman sent us was like, well, your offer wasn't the landlord's first choice, anyways. I'm like, what has that got to do with anything? You guys weren't the favorites, okay? Yeah. So, it's like, well, <laughs> calm your horse. We've like we're paying now, so treat us nicely, you know. Like, what did she think that <laughs> message would do? Make you be like, oh, okay, fine, I'm second best. So let me just <laughs> put, like that put me in my place. Thank you very much i'm not gonna complain you know what you move me in whenever you want me to move me in i can move in september <laughs> december january i can like pay it and, you know what? i'll just pay for the house and i'll never live in it you know thank you for putting me in my place <laughs> like, i genuinely read it i was like what like what is going on in your mind what went through your head whilst typing this like <laughs> That's just embarrassing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was actually quite proud because I did send like a bit of a confrontational email back. Mm. Basically, I sent one. Have I sent you what I said? You haven't, but I, I feel like everyone should see these. Can you like put it on your on our story <laughs> and like block out any names or any information? So basically, I said. So I feel like I was like okay to because there was like two people from the agency involved. And I was like, you know, I'm going to be nice at first. And I just sent an email being like, we've managed to extend the lease of my current flat. Oh, that was the solution. We managed to extend the lease for it. So I just have to pay a week of extra rent at my place now, which thank the Lord um, means that it will be fine. Yeah. So just like, so we'll all move in on the 1st of August. You know, this was definitely a learning experience. I think we should agree on confirming everything discussed on the phone. Uh, That was everything that was discussed on the phone via email, just to, like, avoid any miscommunication. And then I was, like, looking forward to seeing the freshly painted house because that's the reason why we can't move in. You know, which I feel like was quite nice in response to her little bitchy-ass email. But then I sent sent another email. (laughs) I sent another email to just her (laughs) with, like, my flatmate CC'd. And I said, I also did want to mention... That I don't see how our offer not being the first choice has any relevance to the situation. So I do hope Mm. this won't be brought up again. We're truly super excited to move into this house and to build a positive and good relationship with you and your team. Because I was like, you know what? I'm not going to let this slide. Like, I'm not going to just leave you get away with this super, like, uncalled for. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's literally so, so pathetic. Did they respond, though? No, no, got no response to either of them. 
Oh my gosh, so, the juice. And I'm like, this, so, like I just want to start with like a positive, the, which is why I sent the other nice email because I'm like, I don't want them to hate us. Like, you know, we're living there for like at least another year. So. Yeah, yeah, you don't like, yeah. It, the fact that you know you're living there and like you will have to deal with them, it's kind of like, is it wor- worth confronting? Exactly. Or, like, some, sometimes you just have to be the bigger person yeah. and like make sure everything right should we both agree that just that negativity and like uncalled forness should go in the bin that that goes in the bin yeah that goes in the bin <laughs> <laughs> but i i was also trying to think like okay she probably like got into shit for this at her work and she was probably really stressed about it which must have been like why she sent that nasty email um yeah but that's so unprofessional <laughs> like sorry anyways let's hope she's having or they are having a good day yes and are feeling a lot better yes. and are just spreading positive i hope so too you know there's no need yeah. to be mean to people especially moving house is stressful enough as it is without communicating the wrong move-in date so but it's fine everything is gonna work out okay now i've like talked enough about my life i'm very sorry <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now we've rambled on and off and we are going to respond and read the things that you guys have submitted on our Instagram. So if you don't follow us on there yet, which we know the vast majority of you guys don't, <laughs> please do. Yeah. <laughs> because it's just, it's, yeah, it's where we get our input for our episodes and it's so interesting to like know what you guys say and um, mm-hmm. it's where we communicate with you people. So Instagram is yeah. at the Matcha Diaries if you want to follow us. So yeah, should we just go through and read some? The question that we asked is, what are some things you do slash have done because of societal pressure? And right, let's go through the responses. I do want to say that I was really, uh, not shocked, but just found it really interesting that this is the question that we've asked that probably out of every single question box we've ever done, it got by far the most responses. And like all the responses are so interesting. Yeah, so. yeah. There are some, and I feel like it's interesting because obviously a lot of them are different, but quite a few of them overlap as well, which just shows that like everyone is actually over there, like worrying about the same things, doing the same things because of societal pressure, but then every single individual in society is influenced by societal pressure. So it's crazy. Me and Cara were, were saying this before we started recording, that it's just like, I mean, I guess same with like hustle culture. It's like, who is benefiting from the societal pressure? You know, who is what's the cause or the catalyst of it in the first place i think with a lot of it it is capitalism yeah well capitalism feeds on people's insecurities doesn't it yeah and even you know like wanting to have a nine-to-five job or feeling like you want a traditional family life or you know all of those maybe traditional pressures that one could have or yeah body image whatever it is like they all lead back to you either working for the economy making the economy more money (laughs) or you spending money on the economy like it all feeds into the same thing that makes me so anxious <laughs> just like you saying it just so bluntly i'm like fuck do i have any control over my life i don't No. yes you do no I you know what you have control over seeing me seeing you and the podcast and the podcast hey that that this is something we 100 percent do just because we want to do it facts. and no one's telling us we have to facts. Do it. facts we make no money off this so <laughs> i love that i've made no money for the past <laughs> two years of us doing this <laughs> So, but we've gained relationships yes. and friendships and more un- understanding of ourselves. Yes. And like 
It's literally been so. It's worth it's it. It's been the best thing I've ever done. Yeah. Hee-hee. Right, we're we're rambling. I don't no, know. No, stop rambling. <laughs> we're so bad at this. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so the first one is studying for A levels for the second time. I quit the first time because of my mental health. Because like she just said, it was it was miserable. I don't know if it, this is a she. I gendered um this person. I do apologize. Um, <laughs> they. Um, which I guess that like, goes into. I think a lot of the answers were around like studying or like school university career mm. i don't know if you can maybe scroll to we can like group them oh, a little to find bit. the other ones like that yeah i mean this one maybe doing an internship internship on top of part-time job and master's thesis very much regretting it got a master's degree in something that i'm not even interested in attending university yeah attending university going going to uni a course on a typical dance from my region that i hate but everyone was doing it <laughs> go to uni there's two on university literally and then applying to colleges i don't even like just to have tons of options oh wow i've pushed through autoimmune issues just because of hustle culture <laughs> i work fact <laughs> fact the fact that we work it's so interesting though right that everyone think- feels the same way yeah or here that's kind of related as well like thinking about what i should be doing at this age in terms of like family and career or like what society expects yeah. you to do career choice getting a job at the bottom of the corporate ladder i just want to write oh go write please yeah okay i feel like we could read some more but i think that it kind of sums it up doesn't it that sums it up yeah, yeah. so a lot around like education career I'm doing things that you don't really want to do. Yeah, but you exactly. Like you have to do it. What are, What are your thoughts on it? I mean, I think I talk about this quite a lot as well with like me going to uni. Like, I don't re- ever remember having a conscious thought that that was something I wanted to do, and it was always just mm. expected of me. And I think it's also because you're so young when you when it's not even when you're making that decision when you're told that that's what you need to do. And I think when you are so young and like you haven't had, I mean, you were you're if you're lucky enough, you're brought up in like a household with like parents that support you and like tell you what's the best for you Mm. based on like their experiences it's so easy to kind of be not manipulated but influenced by what they tell you is like what you're supposed to do and obviously they only know what they know yeah because of what they've also been pressured to do and like influenced to do and then I think you get to an age where I think it's it's like after uni when you realize like oh shit like that actually (laughs) wasn't that necessary like depends on obviously the degree that you're doing and everything but for example for me with marketing like I genuinely don't think that I needed it to get the job that I'm doing today. Yeah. Maybe for soft skills, but not for like the actual like context. I agree. Of it. And I think I would have also gained so much more experience also just working. Definitely. I feel like it, like was, right it, was, after it was more about soft skills, I think for me, for sure. And I think it's like yeah. opening the door. But that's why I was also interesting. Like I spoke to two of the like two influences that I met who both had, like, I guess, dropped out of uni, quote-unquote, but are still, like, so good. I mean, one of them is in our team at Samsung now because of his, like, content creation. And the other one, you know, has, like, an art-based account. So she just, you know, is now getting paid for doing what she has to do, which is, oh, which is literally exactly the goal that you have going into, like, a an art-kind-of-based university in the first place. So... And yeah. I know a couple of people that work at my company who haven't gone to university and kind of went like a different route. And I think that's really inspiring to see. And it kind of like shocked me whenever I hear it. I'm like, oh, so there was another option. Like I didn't even consider it. Same <laughs> as you, you know? 
<laughs> yeah, because we're not made aware of it. And we're not, I guess we're not exposed to people that have that way of thinking, you know? Yeah. Those aren't the, like, you're not, they're, I feel like schools, for example, they're not going to bring someone that took the unconventional route. <laughs> That's true. To, like, talk to the kids. No, you're going to get someone that went to the best university in your city and, like, is going to preach that that was the best choice, you know? Agree. I also feel like, I don't know how you feel about this, because obviously we both didn't grow up in the UK, I do feel like Germany had a bit more, even more of like a strict structure of like what was expected. So in Germany, it still is the case that like you need to have a bachelor's and master's degree in order to like start work. So I have already gone an unconventional route in that sense to have only done a bachelor's, quote unquote. That's insane. I didn't know that. So now if I wanted to go back to Germany and work there, I think now it'd be fine because now I have like plus three years of experience post my bachelor. But I couldn't really have gotten a job, a good job, um, if I'd gone to Germany straight after my degree. That's insane. Yeah, it's just so normalized. And it's just like, that's what you have to do. That's like the only option. I think it is though, as like generations go by, because obviously back then, even like a school degree was enough. And then it became, you have to have uni to get a good job. And now it's like, you have to have, like in the future, it's going to be that you need a PhD to be good enough to get a job, which is absolutely insane. You know what's also interesting is that in England, for example, for my marketing grad scheme, I remember there was people from like all sorts of different walks of life and all sorts of different degrees. You know, it was like history, politics, obviously also marketing, but you know, there was all sorts of people applying that had done all sorts of different degrees. And in Germany, that wouldn't be acceptable either. Like you would have, ha- you have to study what you then like apply to go into. Yeah. Thus, I think there is a bit more acceptance. Obviously, relevant experience is still like so important. But I think at least us applying for things as grads, there was some acceptance of like you could bring. There's lots of transferable skills that you would be getting from mm. the different areas that you could then apply to your job. That's very interesting. But yeah, I wonder. Like, okay, if you had no societal pressure, no expectations, what would you do? <laughs> For a living like oh because obviously we do live in the system where like we have to make money or like any sort of currency to just like trade for food you know i feel like we always have had to do that yeah. we've always had to like work to some extent for like our food and living yeah that's always been the case i actually don't know the answer to that question i, d- I haven't really thought about it because i think there's a lot of so like i, I think as a kid i was always like i want to do music Aww, like I wanna, yeah mm. but then i think a lot of things have affected me not being able to do that like one being like oh it's not a it's like it's really hard for someone to actually make it and for it to be like a financially stable career choice Mm. to have but then also like maybe like being arab and i'm like you don't see that much representation of like arab singers and like them being successful in western that's why you should do it well i guess i've never seen someone do it for me to feel like oh that's something i can do yeah it's more like I've always not seen people that look like me do it. But I have recently seen, actually, a few good, like, singers. And they do, like, Western-styled Arabic music. It's really interesting. But I think there's a lot of factors. But music was always a big thing for me. And, like, in another... I always think, like, oh, in another life, like, I would have done music yeah. as a living. But I feel like you could still do it, you know? Yeah. Even just, like, on I mean, the I side. Guess it's never too late, isn't No. It? I do think, though, it's, al- it's so toxic, though, in today's... In society. Yeah. <laughs> like, the music industry has its own problems now, and I'm like, I don't even know if I'm strong enough to be able to handle that. 
I guess that's also true. But you could even just do it just for fun. You don't want to keep playing and writing songs. Yeah, and even just like perform for friends and stuff like that. That's so true. What would you do though if, if you literally had no pressure at all? I would do something with books. I think... But you write. No, I don't think I would write. I think I would... Like I would... I was thinking about this anyways as like an alternative career path. I think I'd love to, don't know, either work in like marketing or like editing in terms of just like reading new manuscripts mm. and like, I would just like, I would just like to read all day or like, it's literally like book lovers <laughs> yeah. or like be a book editor or own a coffee shop. But the problem is I can't do any of the, like, I can't actually cook or anything like that, you know, so that'd be, but I'd like to like maybe run it. So be, so like own it. But then, no, this is just basically me being like, all I want to do is like sit in a coffee shop and read. It's <laughs> <laughs> just the best of both. That doesn't sound like a horrible idea, to be honest. Imagine owning a coffee shop and then just being able to sit in it and then have another job it's, where you're just like reading books and like critiquing them. God, or, what like, a bloody edits. dream. <laughs> I also think... That's so What do you think about location as well? Because one of the responses we got was about like, come to London like moving to London so they said they felt pressured to come to London exactly they said they're happy now but they always like wonder what could have been which again I feel like that's probably something more common than people like to admit like the pressure to move to a big city like whatever that means in like your respective country like the city where like everything Mm. seems to be going on and everyone is moving to and where all the jobs are and it's like you almost feel yeah I always make passing comments I always make passing comments where I'm like, let's just like drop everything and like move to a random Greek island mm-hmm. and like have that life. And then I like tell people about it and they're like, no, you're going to like miss out and like you're going to be lonely there and not make any friends and like your career will be on hold. And like those are all like even though it's mainly like just negative advice. Yeah, <laughs> it's that I feel like that in part is like societal pressure because like they're telling me what would happen what they think would happen and like how I'd be accepted in society exactly if I, did that, I think know? it's like about like also them being scared like them projecting their fears or their reasons why they wouldn't do it onto you you know that's true and it was really interesting there's this great youtube channel which I can highly recommend to everyone it's called soft white underbelly I don't know if you've seen it it's kind of like black uh-huh. and white uh thumbnails of like people people's photos and it's always interviews with people who like normally their voices don't like are not heard in society so there's interviews with prostitutes with pimps with like drug addicts with sex workers with like truly all sorts and it's really really interesting first of all you notice like how much is linked to childhood and like how they even like interviews with sexual predators and like like really Mm -hmm. there's a whole span of you know interviews but they're just so human at the end of the day you know it's just like this person, I think the interview does a really good job at just, like, letting them speak and letting them tell their story. Hearing their story. Yeah, and there was one mm-hmm. interesting interview with, um, so she worked in, like, as an actress in, like, the, like, a porn, in the porn industry. And she said she loves her job. Like, she said she loves to have sex. It feels super safe on set. You know, it's just, like, fun. Something that you do f- really well paid. And she said the only negative is other people's reactions and, like, even her own family, you know, like being against it or like shunning her for it mm. or treating her differently or because judging. Because it's stigmatized and yeah. Exactly and she was like what's the difference like between like a normal actor or or and that when it's like everyone and I was thinking about it and it's so true like everyone obviously I'm sure there's a lot of aspects of the porn industry which are like where maybe people aren't treated the way they're supposed to be treated but at yeah. the end of the day or even just like the secure the safety aspect of like you, you need the 
as in like people that sh- are maybe too young to be watching yeah it so like there's so many security things that could go wrong but obviously she's not addressing that is she like she just means like if it is completely safe and like in her yeah her day-to-day experiences she feels safe. and it's just yeah. interesting because like every single person on this planet apart from people who are asexual probably has sex and most people like i would say a vast majority has watched or will watch porn at some point in their life and those mm-hmm. are exactly the same people who are judging somebody for starring in a short film yeah. where they're having sex like it's literally what you do it's just a di- like you know it's probably yeah, people who even like go to strip clubs or go and pay for for sex work you know and it's like but you're judging people who are doing that in yeah. a safe environment for money it almost feels like there's no substance to judge but somehow it's happened and now everyone does it it's like we're brainwashed to think that that's worth judging yeah and it's like oh their poor partner and she was like oh, no like her husband is fine with it you know and it's like okay so that's maybe the one person who should have a... Like, he maybe is the only person who should have something to say about it. Mm-hmm. But if he himself, like, doesn't mind because he can separate it between a job. I mean, actresses literally kiss people on screen and yeah, are, like, it naked is a job together. At the end of the day. You know? Yeah. Maybe it's it's not really understanding, like, what goes into it and how it actually is a job. And, like, the behind... I think maybe people don't actually see the behind the scenes of what it's like and like maybe the process and like you know, proper like things that go into it it's not just like random people just show up in a room and like do what they have yeah. to do and leave I mean, and obviously there's like so a, many sketchy parts about business. it probably as well and like but i, I just found that yeah. interview interesting because i hadn't heard that perspective before and i kind of was like oh my god all the actors in the porn industry like i feel so bad for them blah 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 it's like oh but yeah. why you know some people choose that not and she had like gone to university you know like it's not it's not that traditional path that maybe people have in mind of like, oh, she had no other option. That poor woman, you know? Yeah. And I'm sure there are stories like that. Yeah. But it's, but I guess the whole point of that video was like to bring light of actually some people want to do it because that's what they want to do. Yeah. And like there isn't a sad story that comes with it. It's genuinely just a job for them. Yeah. So I really, so honestly, I can recommend that podcast. It's very, very interesting and in just like humanizing people who don't often get humanized. So Yeah, that sounds so interesting. I feel like I may have seen like random clips. Yeah, of- they have like, like, is it always like in black and yes. white, right? And it's someone like sitting on a chair, yes, on a stool or a something. A lot of them have like millions of views because they're just very, yeah. very interesting. <laughs> that does sound so interesting. Some of them are really, really sad as well. Like some of the stories and like some things that people have to go through are honestly terrible. Mm. Okay, so I think we have too many responses to go through them all in like this one episode, but we'll definitely make a part two. So stay tuned for that. Yeah, yeah. if in the meantime, like you've been listening and it's made you think of something, like feel free to s- submit anything or like message us on Instagram so we can include it in, in part two. Of course. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed this episode and are enjoying your Sunday or whatever day you're listening to this. And yeah, we'll speak to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.